Hey, it's Karen Hunter from the Karen Hunter Show on Sirius XM Urban View. Here's a highlight from today's show. Let me welcome it as Tech Tuesday to the show for the first time. He is the founder and CEO of Bot Sentinel. He's going to talk about uh, how we can fight disinformation and targeted harassment. I'm really here for all of this. Let me welcome to the show, Mr. Christopher Boozy. Welcome. Boozy, Bowsy, Boozy. Is it Boozy or Bowsy? And you have to unmute yourself, sir. Do, 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 do. Oh, here we go. There you go. <laughs> Great, I, Mike. You I got can't. that beautiful setup. Let's hear you. Christopher, uh, is it you. Bowsy or Boozy? It's it's Boozy. Okay. B-O-U-Z-Y. All right. Welcome. Um, you know, Thank I'm you. in the midst right now. I was just talking about narrative. We are this close to finishing up an app that to me is going to be a game changer because there are spaces where we can't come together and have conversations without other people involving themselves in the conversation, coming in, trolling, uh, bringing stink to the game because these social media platforms are stinky and they're full of stinky people. And I like, I need safe spaces where we can talk our talk and build some things. Right. Right, Um, right. You have a bot that will help us engage in healthy online discourse without the uh, toxic trolls and the foreign countries engaging in, in our uh, wonderful uh, communication. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's called bot signal, uh, bot signal.com. Um, you know, it's, it's primarily used right now for Twitter. Um, and like you said, it helps people weed out, uh, you know, the fake accounts or the toxic trolls or, um, you know, obviously automatic accounts, you know, just all the bad stuff that that's on Twitter right now. And, and what do you need to do? How do you, how do you do that? Well, yeah. So, yeah. So well, there's, there's a couple of ways you can go to botsentinel.com and just enter in a Twitter handle. If it's, if you're just using it to test uh, a few accounts, but we also have the bot signal apps and um, browser extensions. So with the apps, it works exactly like Twitter, but the difference is you actually see a score, um, and the higher the score is, the worse the account is. So like someone like yourself may have a score of 3% or 5%. That pretty much means that, um, you know, it's safe to engage with you. But someone who has a score of, let's say, 70 or above, you want to stay away from those type of accounts. Um, so, yeah, so the app, you know, you can go to the, um, the, the app, the, I'm sorry, the Android store or the iOS store and download and install it completely free. And like I said, it works exactly like Twitter, just with our technology included with it. Um, and a lot of people, they, you know, they swear by it. They won't use Twitter now without without Bot Sentinel because it, it helps them avoid the, like you said, the, the nastiness and the drama and all that. Other so stuff. what 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 are your your bots, your algorithms checking for? Uh, language? Are you checking for neg- negative engagement? Like, how do you suss out? who's a horrible person and who's not like I got That's... blocked by Leslie uh, Jones. I still don't know why I can't see any of her <laughs> tweets and I know I was defending her. So she, I think I got swept up in some bull crap. She should go and check. Karen Hunt is not the problem. I was defending you when people were coming for you and now I can't right. even see your tweets. I'm okay with that. Cause yeah, wow. whatever. But you know, how do, how do you gauge who's toxic and who's not? But that's a good question. Um, so, so part of it obviously is proprietary tech that we're using. Um, we are a little bit um, protective of that, but I can tell you, we analyze with each account. Uh, let's say you're checking an account. 
it analyzes approximately 400 or so tweets. So part of it is language-based, part of it is, uh, you know, activity and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, our algorithm, our, you know, it's machine learning, obviously. So our machine learning um, classifier and model, um, it's, it's really good. It's, 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 it's really accurate. And, um, you know, we're getting better at this stuff. So we're able to, with not every account, obviously, um, there's going to be false positives and false negatives. But on average, we're able to let our users know pretty much, you know, these accounts that you're engaging with, they're garbage, you know, stay away from them. Or, you know, th this is a good account, you know, this is an account that you need to you know, engage with or whatever. Um, so yeah, the tech, the, the tech itself, it's like I said, uh, you know, I'm not going to say we're the best in the world, but we're pretty damn good at it. So I've got a question. I, sure. I, I, I put my, my Twitter handle into the, into the, the bot, the bot detector and I got like 6%. So I feel pretty good about that. I feel like that sure. that's a good, decent, healthy score. My, my question is like, um, one, like, does it also tell whether or not it is uh, an account is actually a real person or another sort of algorithm based account like when you're using this what's the what's the best way to use this and is six percent good because i feel like i'm a good person <laughs> yes on, no, on six percent six percent is great um except and, and when you're another... tweeting about music I think that that's <laughs> what you got jacked up. But no, that's a really good question. And that's and that's the confusing part for some people because they hear bot signal and they only think about, you know, automated accounts, robots. Yeah. So good question. Um, so bot signal. So when I first started working on this, um, it was after the 2016 election and everyone on Twitter and social media in general were calling each other bots. You know, you're a bot, you're a bot because, you know, they were not agreeing with each other. So because of that, you're a bot. Um, but as I was doing my research, I realized a lot of these bad accounts were not automated accounts. They were human controlled accounts, but they may have been in another country or someone in, you know, Idaho somewhere pretending to be, a, um, I don't know, <laughs> pretending to be something that they were not. Let's just put it that way. Um, so it, it, it shifted from just trying to detect automated accounts to you know, obviously looking for accounts that were primarily breaking Twitter rules, because that's the guideline for bots and accounts that are breaking Twitter rules. And this can be anywhere from, you know, using homophobic language, uh, anti-Semitic stuff, um, targeting women, you know, obviously disinformation, misinformation, just the whole litany of different things. So, we tell people all the time and using our you know, website, and if you look at the frequently asked questions, we're not just looking for accounts that are automated. We're also looking for human controlled accounts that are breaking Twitter rules. So if you have a 6%, you know, we tell our users, this is an account that is safe to engage with. Anything really under, I would say, you know, 40%, you know, you're, you're fine. Above 40%, you have to start saying, hmm, no. I don't want so to that. let's talk a little bit, Chris Boozy, um, founder, CEO of Bot Signal. What's your what's your tech background? How'd you get into tech? Um, what, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, I, I thank my mother for that. Um, it's really all my mother. Um, she worked for a telecom company 
um, I, I can say Verizon, but it was before it, it, it was Verizon. And she worked with computers. Um, so she knew where it was going before a lot of other people did. Um, so this was back in the 80s. So when I was uh, nine years old for a gift, she gave me a Aquarius computer um, and said, hey, you know, start, start learning how to code. <laughs> um, but obviously I was excited about it. I mean, a, a black kid, um, I'm from um, Brownsville, Brooklyn. I have a computer. Hey, this is, this is great. Um, so I started teaching myself um, how to code. It was nothing spectacular or anything like that. I tell people this all the time. I was just pretty much just copying stuff that was in, in books or believe it or not, newspapers. They used to have little snippets of code. I used to go to Radio Shack and get stuff. So, you know, you would make balls like bounce around and stuff like that on the screen. Once again, it wasn't nothing spectacular. But in my 20s, I started coding um, professionally, you know, releasing shareware apps, encryption stuff like that. Um, and then in, in my early 30s, I got my first buyout. Um, another company liked a, a program that I had developed. Uh, the name of the company is AvonQuest, and they decided to um, buy me out. And that was like my first you know, like, wow, this is, this is, this is real. Um, and so, you know, from there, I just kept on continuing, just developing stuff like Bot Sentinel, looking for, um, you know, not some, I shouldn't say opportunities, but when I saw things where, you know, something was lacking or, you know, there was a, a, a need for some type of tech, I would usually just develop something to, you know, to, to fit that need or satisfy that need. So, and yeah, no, I mean, I wish, and I, you know, we, we talk about coding on this. Uh, we, we've always, you know, Tech Tuesday, we've had a bunch of people on them, like get your kids to code because it helps them think through problems. It's not just even if they don't go into the field, at least it will help them in all the subjects because there's a logic to it and we need more logic in the world. And it doesn't seem to catch, you know, um, there are not a whole lot of black kids coding, even though there are a whole lot of programs devoted and people are putting money into, you know, black girls code. I mean, there's a lot of wonderful organizations trying to do it. What is it going to take? Like, you know, when you think about, you, you talk about bouncing a ball, is it something like, you know, gamification? Cause all of our kids play video games, but they right. can't create the video games that really are actually promoting more racism. You know, you know, I, I think if, if black, people got involved in this space we would have more culturally sensitive and, and appropriate games for our kids to play that aren't corny that are fun because you know how we do but we're not we're not doing it we would need a whole hour uh, for, for for this um so part of it is is, is, is our culture um you know doing stuff like coding isn't cool you know most people look at it as being corny or whatever you know it's more it's more exciting to be a basketball player or, you know, to play, be a football player. But what, what a lot of young people don't understand, you can make the same amount of money, you know, doing that. And the chances of you succeeding at coding would be far greater than, you know, being with the handful of people who, you know, are able to make it to the NBA or the, the NFL or the, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so, right now yeah. I'm looking at about $50,000 worth of equipment in that chair that you're in is a very expensive <laughs> chair. I know <laughs> no, for real. I, I, I know tough. what that is. So, so how rich are you, Chris Boozy? I mean, I, I think I, it's, you important. it's important. You know, look, I, I can say that um, it's, 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 
coding in general has has been it's done well for me let me just say that it's done well for me and my family and i and I, once again i credit all of that to my mom um but for her it, it it was to keep me out of trouble it really was because she didn't want me to be another statistic and growing up in a neighbor the neighborhood that i grew up in um you know it, it was about keeping me occupied with something um so it was this so with other parents, you know, look, I don't fault anyone for wanting to do, you know, once again, want to be a ball, a, a ball player or want to be an entertainer and all that other stuff. But I think, you know, we have to kind of expand out of that and let other people know or let our people know um, that it's, you know, you can you can be very successful and it's not corny to learn how to code, you know, to be an engineer, to be a scientist. Um, these are things that not only will help you help other people, um, but at the same time, like I said, you can have a, an amazing career doing this and have all the fancy stuff that you see, quote, you know, these rappers and quote, unquote, you know, rich people having the same stuff, the, the cars and the jets and all that stuff. You can have that, you know, just just using your mind. Chris, uh, you're a dad of a, of a black son. When are you going to start your son with computers and what's going to be your first entree for him, right? Give us give us the blueprint for how somebody who did it is going to prepare their their baby for the next for the next wave. So, the so next generation. So for the record, I have three kids. Um, so my 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 two older daughters, I don't tweet about them much because they're on social media. So I try to you know protect their their identity. Um, Liam, he's a baby, so you know it's, it's, it's different. Um, so so what my two older children, um, they you know I try not to force them to code. You know I try to let them do what they want to do, but as long as they're using their mind. Um, their mind. So, so with my, my oldest daughter, she actually did learn how to code. Um, I didn't force her to do it. She saw me doing it. And it was something that she took to, uh, my, my youngest daughter, um, she's into gaming and she wants to learn how to create games. So we're starting with that now. And then my son, Liam, he's already using the tablet. He's been, he's been using the tablet, I think from geez, like from 15 months or something like that. I can't remember exactly when, but he he knows how to use a tablet. He's not even two years old yet. Um, so with him, um, it, it seems like he's already taken to technology. So I would start him off with something, you know, simple. Um, I learned basic. Um, there's now so many things out there designed for kids to learn. Um, you know, there are apps and stuff where you could just put simple stuff together. Um, so I'll probably start with something like that with him once he's able to really comprehend it and then just move into one of the languages like basic or, you know, PHP or something like that. This wow. is, oh man. Um, as what's next, because a person like you, you know, bot Sentinel Sentinel is out there and people can get it in the app or Android store, uh, PlayStation play, play, play store. Um, yes. PlayStation. What what else are you working on to to solve a problem? Because that's what you know tech is. It's a problem solving skill, right? What it, what other right. problem are you solving? Um. So, oh man. So you know, I tell people this, and you, you guys are gonna laugh, but you know, I I I I live on social media, especially because of the um the pandemic, and um. So one of the other things that I I I see with my friends and people on social media is dating. A lot of, it's especially women, 
are having a hard time finding decent men. Um, they complain about the, the dating apps. They complain about just, just like, it's like, what the heck is going on? Um, so I see with, with there, I see a huge opportunity because, you know, everyone wants to find somebody, you know, and in love and all, and which is completely kind of different than what I'm doing now. But, you know, I, I, I would probably use some type of machine learning AI to try to help people find that person that, um, you know, that they're looking for. Um, because like I said, like apps, I don't want to say, say their names, but, you know, the popular apps, you know, you hear about women, they, they talk about like, I met this guy and it was like the, the worst date, you know, I, I, like I had. And, you know, they've been single for like two or three years. And I, and I tweeted about this a few months ago. I was like, you know, what's happening? Like, why do you think you're single? What, what's going on? And I, like, I was floored by the responses. So I, I think that, and then obviously um, on a more serious um, note, you know, we, we deal with, uh, unfortunately, you know, with the racism, the sexism and, and all that other stuff. And whereas Bot Sentinel is, is, is trying to help people communicate with each other by, you know, eliminating the noise and the bad accounts and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I do think we need something to help people, you know, from different cultures and stuff like that actually start to talk to each other. Um, because I see in this country, we're just splitting apart. We're getting farther apart from each other. And we can't even agree on common things anymore. Um, so whether it's, you know, Democrats versus Republicans or you know, white versus black or whatever the case may be, you know, I would love to be able to come up with something to try to help bring people back together again. Mm. Well, let's stay in touch, um, Chris Boozy. And you can follow him at C Boozy, B-O-U-Z-Y. His Twitter space is actually pretty hilarious and fun. It is hilarious. Yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he, he's being very low key, which is probably, you know, usually the part of the course, you know, because there's always more depth than people uh, give folk credit for. And uh, I'm giving a CEO game today yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Twitter is off the chain. Um, but um, a high, higher or lower, $50,000 estimate that I gave of your equipment in your studio. Am I off? Am I low or high? You're you're in a ballpark. Okay. You're, you're in a ballpark because there's some stuff you can't see on camera. So you're right. you're in a ballpark. You are okay. definitely in a ballpark. All right, all right. <laughs> I like being right. All right, listen, Chris Boozy, stay in touch because uh, I think this app Thank is just the beginning. I'm I'm collecting folk right now. Uh, follow him. It is Bot B O T Sentinel. Uh, you'll be hearing from this brother, I'm sure, in the future. Hey, this is Karen Hunter. You can listen to The Karen Hunter Show live every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. East on Sirius XM Urban View Channel 126 or anytime on the Sirius XM app.